Hi, I'm Robbie. And I'm Abby. And this is the Grow Up Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the final episode of the Grow Up Podcast for 2017. This week, we are going to recap our 2017 resolutions, goals, life mottos, and then take a look forward at what we have planned for 2018. We're going to take the next couple of weeks off for the holidays, and then we'll be back in early 2018. Creating goals and life mottos and resolutions are one of our favorite activities to do together, and we actually do this all year round. We don't really... um, we don't really just like confine ourselves to creating New Year's resolutions. And Robbie, I actually think you're anti New Year's resolutions. Isn't that right? Yeah, we just spent some time Googling the difference between resolution and a goal. Um, I don't like to use the word resolution. I think it. I think that people use that word resolution and they don't stick with it. And I prefer to use goals. It's something that I can set. I can work towards it. Um, I try to set achievable ones with action steps. And I feel like a resolution is... It's meant to be a firm, I'm going to do this thing, but I think most people kind of drop off sometimes like a couple of weeks into the new year. So I just try to keep mine to goals. And then I I do a life motto, which is just one, it's usually one phrase or one quote that I kind of keep in mind throughout the year. And and that's what I do sort of in place of a resolution, whereas goals, I, I can set them at any time throughout the year. So what was your 2017 life motto? So for 2017, I've mentioned this several times in the podcast, but I was living in Prague at the beginning of the year. So my 2017 motto was to be more inclusive and empathetic of different thoughts, ideas, and people. So this is one that was much easier, or at least at the top of my mind while living in a new country. And I was surrounded by people you know, who spoke different languages, were from different countries, all had different cultural norms and things like that. So it's really something I had the opportunity to really practice on a daily basis. And I do think that it stuck with me now that I'm back in Seattle, having had that experience, but it was something that I could actively work on while I was there. So yeah, that was my 2017 motto. And I know that you create resolutions and or goals for yourself. Do you want to talk about what you had for 2017? Yeah, so I call them resolutions, but they are more like goals. Um, And my first one, and this is one that I've had every year for the past few years, but this year was to read 20 books. In 2016, my goal was to read 15 books in the year, and I read 18. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to up myself this year and, and see how I did. But right now it's the beginning, almost middle of December, and I did not reach 20. Let me check. I use the Goodreads app to track all of my books and add books to my list of like what I want to read. I always get your updates on there. I know you do. I think that's so funny and I don't know why that happens. But I have only read 15 books this year. So I did not reach my goal and I don't think I'll read five in the next month. Although I was planning on starting to read The Lean Startup by Eric Reese Rice. It's like a pretty famous like startup entrepreneurship book for like tech startups, I think. Anyway, so I was going to start reading that today. So maybe I'll get to 16, but I did not get to my 20 goal. So yeah, oh well. That's okay. And that's why I like the idea of a goal because I think that it's something you can work towards and it's okay if you don't get to that final stage. But a resolution, you kind of set yourself up 
for failure, if you call it that, because it's saying, I'm going to do this. Absolutely. This is what I'm doing. And if you don't get there, it just seems a little bit harsher to me. Yeah. Well, thank you for those kind words. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, How about you? What was your uh, first goal? I normally try to do professional and personal goals, and I um, sometimes set them medium, short, long-term. This year, I just had kind of three bullet points written down. The first one was to develop an investment strategy, and that was just for me to make sure that I was you know, doing the right things with investments and um, kind of educate myself on that. And I spent a good part of this year doing that in, in various ways, so things like reading about the best the best way to to structure your finances so whether that's maxing out your 401k whether that's cutting back on expenses how to, how to invest um, your money in your 401k that type of thing and I did that so I got all of my finances kind of settled to the point where they're sort of on autopilot now which was the point that I wanted to get to and what would you say was like your biggest accomplishment for that this year was it maxing out your 401k? Um, I don't know if that I don't know if that was my biggest accomplishment. I think educating myself and being a little bit more informed about how to invest money, I I would say was the biggest takeaway. Um, investing or yeah, maxing out my four hundred one k was kind of a product of that, but just the education part was huge for me. What else was on your resolution list? My next one I've mentioned in a previous podcast, but it was to only spend $500 on clothes this year. And so just like to quickly recap what I was able to do, I have $33.39 left in that budget. And I kind of just made some stupid, like I had like a hundred bucks left by the end of October maybe. So I, I think I just sort of spent the next $60 just because I could. And so I think for next year, I'm going to lower it, but we'll get to that in the 2018 section. So I was very happy with this goal. Whenever I told people about it, they were like, oh my God, that's so little money. How are you going to do that? But it was extremely easy. And I think it really cut back on just that stupid, stupid spending Mm -hmm. because you were in a mall and you saw some clothes or whatever. Yeah. And you have a casual work environment. And if I remember correctly, did it switch to being a casual work environment or has it always been that way? It has always been, although I think at my last job, I sort of dressed a little bit more biz cash at the beginning, whenever my, my first year there, and then I sort of transitioned into more casual wear, and then my current job is strictly casual. I work at a corporate retail company, and we can wear the clothes mm-hmm. that we sell, so it's very casual. So I am also very lucky to not have to buy a separate work um, wardrobe. Yeah, and that was going to be my next point was since you do work in a casual environment, you pretty much just have one clothing wardrobe, which I think cuts down on that that clothing spending. Yeah, and that was sort of a conscious decision because I did want to work in an environment with, like that was on my list. I definitely wanted to work in a place where I didn't have to wear stuffy clothes and be uncomfortable all day. All right, what's your next goal? Great, so my next one was basically getting educating again myself on um, politics and being able to take part in any type of political action. Um, So in the United States, uh, we had a 
kind of a um, drastic change in, in politics throughout the country this year. I think it really motivated people in a positive way to to become educated and to take action. I think I think I did this almost unconsciously. I think there was just a lot more information out there and available and a lot a lot more people speaking out on on certain things where you can sort of just go through your Twitter timeline and read threads and and just read different articles and get caught up on sort of what's going on and what you can do to help. I can't necessarily say that I took so much action. I didn't I wasn't involved in any protests or things like that, but I did get a good sense of what what has been going on and I feel more educated about politics. Tell me your opinion on this cuz I sort of did the same thing this year although it wasn't a goal for me. It was just sort of as you said like sort of came out of necessity. And I actually found it very easy to find information about politics, especially through Twitter and podcasts. How about you? Yeah, and I don't know if it's just if that changed this year or if it's always been available like that and we just weren't really aware of it. But it's so easy, almost to a point where I've had to take a step back. And luckily, I was living outside of the country and I was able to do it. But it was almost toxic reading so much of the stuff that was going on. So it's definitely out there, I think. It's maybe still just as hard to find credible, unbiased information, but there's a lot of information out there for that we can easily find. All right. And then my next resolution was to cut my cable bill. I've already talked about this a couple times in the past, but I knew at the beginning of last year that my two-year contract with Verizon was up in August, so I spent the first couple of months of the year just trying to figure out what my options were, and I did cut cable. So we only pay for internet, and I cut about $50 out of my budget each month. So I was very happy to be able to accomplish that goal, and I think I got my monthly cost down even more than I expected. So I think this was a big win for 2017. Yeah, that one's a huge one. That's a good one. And my final goal for this year was to move back to Seattle and everything that that encompasses. So a big part of that was to find a job that was the right next next move for me in terms of my career. Um, and so I was able to do that. And I moved back to Seattle in late July of this year. All right. And then to round out our 2017 goals and resolutions, my last one was to bake something two times per month. So I love baking and I really wanted to incorporate it more into my like monthly routine and just make sure I was essentially participating in this hobby that I really like. And I did well for the first few months, but then whenever, if you remember from our last episode, I said that I was trying to cut back on sugar like at the end of spring and early summer and everything you bake, although it is healthier usually than what you buy in stores, it just has so much sugar in it. So I sort of fell off with this resolution midway through the year. And I just try I started baking breads and other things. So I, I tried to incorporate more things that would also tie into my cutting back sugar goal. But I'd say this one was probably the the biggest fail of the year. And I would still like to maybe try to find something for 2018 to modify this and just try to make sure that I'm making time for my hobbies, whether that be baking or painting or drawing anything like that. Yeah, I think when you bake, well, baked goods are some of my favorite types of food, but when you bake and you see how much butter and sugar is going in it, it makes it a little bit harder to eat that cookie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and then they don't make recipes for only six cookies you know yeah. so i have to make two dozen and then luckily i can bring them into work and like get rid of them but it was just i i cannot not eat a sweet whenever it's around right. so um it's just tough <laughs> So that rounds out our 2017 goals, mottos, resolutions. And I think we both started working already on our 2018 ones. So we'll maybe introduce what we've worked on so far coming into the new year. Yep. So we did the activity that we talked about a few episodes back that Robbie introduced me to where we each made short, medium, and long-term goals and split them out personal versus professional. So I think we're just going to give like a high-level recap of some of our favorite goals for 2018. Yep. And I want to start off just with my life motto. That's usually the life motto for me usually starts with the new year, whereas goals can be sort of any time throughout the year. Um, but this year I started brainstorming. I don't have my life motto nailed down yet, but I've brainstormed sort of themes that I kind of want to be incorporated in it. And so I think the big ones for me are going to be positivity. So not letting so many negative thoughts get into my head and kind of making a conscious effort to keep things positive because that can be very contagious. And then another thing that I potentially would like to build into the motto is the concept of developing a decision power. So making quick decisions and then changing your mind slowly. So just being more decisive about things and then changing your mind slowly over time. These are two of the themes that I sort of want to build into my motto. And maybe I'll report back once I nail that down. So I don't do life mottos, but I just remembered that two years ago, I think in, oh no, it was like five years ago now, halfway through the year, I implemented a, or I tried to change my mindset to be, um, to give people the benefit of the doubt more often, like to make that my default reaction to whatever situation was going on. And it took practice to do that and this reminded me whenever you just said like essentially incorporate more positivity in mm -hmm. your life um and like choose to be positive essentially yeah. and i it took me you know a few months of repeating this and making sure i remembered to give people the benefit of the doubt but i think it did just like any routine you create a habit and then it becomes incorporated into what you do from then on so i think things like that are really great to just try to like st take a step back see what's going on in your life and see how you can improve it. And it might just be little reminders each day to continue to do that for yourself. But I love that you do these. Yeah. And I think that's a great example of what I would turn into a life motto for me. So you sort of already do it, it sounds like. <laughs> At least five years ago, I did. Yeah. At one time in your life, you did. <laughs> no, we, I mean, these are another, I'd say this is probably one of the, we don't necessarily talk about our resolutions throughout the year like new ones but I think that we do like our just our friend group just try to introduce each other to these types of like life motto ideas all throughout the year just depending on what's going on in our lives all right so do you want to kick off then your drafted goals for the year yeah my first one is my short-term personal goal and it's all about finance so there's a couple bullet points so let's run through them quickly First off is to have my retail clothing budget again. And I think instead of $500, i am going to lower that to $300, which I think is going to be a little tough, but we'll see. We'll see what I can do. 
Because at first I was like, oh, I could easily do 400. And I was like, well, if I can easily do it, is it like that? Is it pushing me hard enough? So I I lowered it to 300. I think ideally I'd like it to be zero since I'm just such in like a save, save, save mode for this house, which is another goal. Um, To spend zero dollars on clothing? I don't know. I mean, it's impossible. Or is it? I don't know. I I don't know. It seems like it would be impossible, but I really don't know. Well, the good thing about me is I'm cold 100% of the time. So my wardrobe in the winter is the same in the summer. (laughs) So that's like another way I say. So I don't go out and buy like new tank tops. I just don't wear tank tops. (laughs) But I think I, right now, the only thing on my to buy list is like, I do want a new bathing suit next year. But like, that's it. But maybe you should just buy it this year and then set set your goal at zero. (laughs) Maybe, maybe this is not swim season. There's no good options. <laughs> so my annual retail budget will be $300. Um, I also want to incorporate a way to bud- like actually budget for my travel expenses. I know you do sort of like a three-month saving plan via or through Mint. So I think I want to just try to uh, track my budget for travel expenses a little bit closer this year. And then finally... I want to potentially do a frugality challenge. I heard about this on another podcast called Millennial Money Minutes, and it's a 30, 60, 90 day frugality challenge where you truly don't buy anything other than what you actually need and like the real definition of need, not like the fake definition that we all tell ourselves like, oh no, I need, like, I don't need this bathing suit. I already have a bathing suit. So like I wouldn't buy the bathing suit in whatever month I do this frugality <laughs> challenge. I did, can't find too much information about this online. I know like one blogger also hosts a frugality challenge, but it seems like a pretty like small concept that not a lot of people talk about. But I assume that the goal is one, obviously, to spend less money. And then two, if something does come up within that month or 90 day period, you have to, since you can't get it then, forces you to wait and think about if you do need this Mm -hmm. thing and then at the end of the challenge you can get it but maybe you've thought about it for two months and realize you don't need it or you found another thing that could supplement yeah so it helps you eliminate those impulse decisions yes which i think is needed (laughs) um so yeah that's my those are most of my financial goals for this year what is your first goal? So for me, my first short-term personal, which I, I don't know if you just mentioned this, but I've defined this as from January through March. So just the first one to three months of next year. Um, my first goal is to work out two to three times per week. I currently do two times per week on average. And I told that to my doctor this week and she passive aggressively told me that it should be three. So I think I'm going to try to push that up to three. But just to stick with it, and the reason I have it as a goal, even though I'm sort of currently doing it, is just to make sure that I stick with that and and really don't fall off. Then my second goal would be to continue painting, which I've talked about several times on this, but it's just a great outlet for me, and I've, I've really enjoyed it. And then the final goal for me is to dedicate time to this podcast. And so Abby and I are actually going to schedule a brainstorming and road mapping session on our time off just to kind of plan out the podcast for next year and just make sure that we're working towards something and and have a goal and a plan for it. So for me, my short-term professional goals are firstly to figure out my future at my 
current job. So I have a meeting already scheduled with my manager in January just to talk about my goals at work and what I can do to get promoted in a year or year and a half. And just like if there's any other job opportunities that would really fit my skill set at my company. So I'm really excited for that meeting. And we kind of took the holidays to each go back and, and see what we think is best for me. And then we'll touch base right after the new year and just try to figure out the strategies and goals for what I can do to improve and learn more this year. And then I have two goals related to the business I want to start. As I mentioned a few episodes back, my dream job is to start my own small business and I want to start a little plant shop and e-com business. So I want to get started on that. This year has sort of been the idea creation and brainstorming year. So I really want to take some more actions next year. So I need to learn about horticulture. So I'm already scheduled to take some classes this month and next year through my local botanical gardens because they have some really great education opportunities. And I also want to reach out to them personally and just sort of like do a little bit more and see if I can actually shadow anyone that either works at the botanical garden or a connection that they have just so I can learn more about the horticultural world and business and all of that since I have my business experience but I need a little bit more plant experience and then I also would like to just take some actions towards starting one side of my business and probably the e-com side because I think the retail side is going to have to wait a few more years, but I really want to make something happen this year. So my short-term goal is to get started on that. I think you've already taken some steps this year, so I think that would be a cool one to keep track of next year. Yeah, and we'll keep you guys posted. I'll just briefly talk about my professional goals for the short term. Essentially, I just started working on a project at work, and one of my short-term goals is to create and finish up the product that I'm working on for that project. And another professional goal that I have in the short term is to start talking to my manager about development within the team. So I am relatively new to this position. So this will be the first time we sort of talk about development and a plan uh, going forward. And then that that wraps up my short-term goals. So I can jump right into midterm, which we define as over the next year. So these are things that we want to happen in 2018. So for me on the personal side, similar to Abby, I want to read more. I have yet to define this, which I will do. I will make it specific and kind of set a goal, but that's going to be a big thing for me. And and maybe it might not be a number of books per year, but one thing we started just yesterday actually, but was to just dedicate 15 minutes to reading. And we're going to try to do that daily. Um, So maybe that will be my goal. And then I also, like last year, want to develop an investment and finance plan for this coming year with slightly different goals within that. I love that you said that you guys are going to do a 15-minute dedicated reading time each day. Matt and I have done something like that in the past, and I really just think it's such a great way to force a habit if you have like an accountability partner whether that be like a parent or a roommate or your significant other. Matt and I have done that in the past. I think we, for a few months or a few weeks back in the spring, I think we said from like 
eight to nine o'clock every single night we were gonna each work on whatever like side project we were working on at that time and it really helped and it's kind of nice because you're not like oh well they're out doing something fun like you're there together working on it together and I think it really really makes you focus on it yeah uh, yesterday it was super easy and I'm the type of person that is externally motivated so for someone else to say to me okay let's read right now I'm all on board for it. It's just hard for me to get myself to do that, or it's easier for me to have someone else tell me to do that. So I hope that we stick with it, um, but I think that will likely turn into my goal. And then to round out my 2018 goals, this is a mix, this is a mix of midterm and long-term, but pretty much I just want to focus on the side business that I want to do, and then also as I've mentioned many, many times, I do want to buy a house next year. So we are full speed ahead towards buying a house and it's sort of becoming like a real thing as we begin to like approach spring. So it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, that's going to be really exciting starting to go to open houses and just really looking seriously at places. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I hope we can do like a things I learned from buying a house episode next year. <laughs> yeah, that'll be awesome. And then for me, I don't have the rest of my goals built out yet, so I still need to build out my long-term goals and add just some more detail and make sure my goals are really specific and um, actionable. And then I'll keep this file on hand and, and refer back to it throughout the year and just check in and make sure I'm on track. Oh, and just to add or to reiterate one note that Robbie just said, I loved how he structured this document for us because it is literally goal then you write in the goal and then below it are like action steps so it's as you said like true things that you can do that you can add to your to-do list and to really to really get you closer to achieving your goal I think that was a great ad yep yep and that's why I personally think goals are better than resolutions because <laughs> there's some actionable steps involved all right I think that wraps up this episode and the final episode for 2017 so we will See you guys in the new year. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Grow Up Podcast. You can check out our links and show notes at realizeyourcareer.com on the podcast page. Thanks. See you next time.